It's time to find balance and be refreshed here on Every Heart, Every Woman. Every Heart, Every Woman. Get ready for uplifting music and inspiring interviews. Every Heart, Every Woman. Let's get motivated to move forward as we share our life experiences. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. We're so glad that you've tuned in to us today. Well, before we get into our interview, I'm really excited about it, but let's set the tone with a little bit of live music. This is Rejoice, Just Do It. It is performed by DJ Law. Sit back and enjoy. Rejoice. Just do it. Rejoice in the Lord, my Lord. Rejoice. Rejoice. Just do it. Already, I know he brought me through. Oh my God. Loving, loving your precepts. Precepts. It's freedom like recess. Living blessed, the best. What peace says. And peace says, I'm eating what he says. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Following your statutes. Walking out to be attitudes. One hundred. Rick Franklin, some chase two. I clue, got rules. He's my pursuit. Whatever's true, right, and lovely, lovely, noble, and rule not ugly. Yes, sir. Pure, excellent, praiseworthy, worthy. I'ma focus on these. Just do it like Nike. Rejoice, rejoice. We just do it. Rejoice in the Lord, my Lord. Loving your precepts. precepts It's freedom like recess Living blessed, the best What peace says In pieces, I'm eat what he says Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Following your statutes Walking out to be attitudes One hundred, Rick Franklin, some chase two I clue, got rules, he's my pursuit Whatever's true, right and lovely Praiseworthy, worthy. I'ma focus on these. Just do it like Nike. Rejoice, rejoice. We just do it. Rejoice in the Lord, my Lord. Rejoice, rejoice. Just do it. Already, I know He brought me through. Rejoice, rejoice. We just do it. Rejoice in the Lord, my Lord. Rejoice, rejoice. Just do it. Whatever's true, bright and lovely, lovely, noble, admiral, not ugly, yes sir, pure, excellent, praiseworthy, worthy, I'ma focus on these, just do it like Nike, Rejoice. 
Welcome back, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. I hope you enjoyed Rejoice, Just Do It. That is performed by DJ Law, and it is available for download wherever you download music. Well, our radio show, Every Heart, Every Woman, is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can go to Love Ministries Builds. Org. Go there to find out all of the great information. We have programming going on even during um, this shelter-in-place season. So um, reach out to us and, and get in contact with us. Well, I'm very excited about our interview for today. As we are in shelter-in-place, usually um, we do our interviews in person at the studio. But during this season, honestly, the Lord has opened up so many more opportunities for us. So we are welcoming Leslie Thompson and her children to our radio show. And honestly, this is our first time to interview a whole family. So we we are so excited. Leslie D. Thompson is an author. Her book is called Seven Simple Truths, Seven Declarations Designed to Establish Peace, Silence the Enemy and Strengthen Your Faith in God. I use her book in my personal um, quiet time, so I highly recommend her book. But Leslie is joined by her five children, Mariah, Monty, Jada, Winston, and Jenna. Welcome, everyone. Hello. Thank you. Hello. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, you all, I'm so excited to welcome you all to the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. I haven't even had my own entire family on, so I'm excited. You all are the first. Thompson family, you all are setting a new a new trend here. So we are excited. Leslie and Jeff, uh, actually Jeff isn't on with us today, but Leslie and, and the kids, we are um, truly thankful for your time. Yeah, we, we have- Go ahead, Leslie. No, I was saying we have to do that next time, the whole family with, with daddy. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll get daddy on next time. That would be perfect. Um, listen, so Leslie, you have both you and I, we both have a senior this year. Uh, yours is Mariah, mine is Naomi, and Naomi has actually been on the radio show before. But uh, Mariah, I first want to talk to you. Uh, this is your senior year. First of all, congratulations on your upcoming graduation. We are very proud of you. Very much. <laughs> and so um, I know that this season looks a whole lot different than what we all planned, you know, what you planned and what we all planned uh, for you. So how are you feeling about graduation coming up now that COVID-19 seems to have changed all of our graduation plans. How how are you feeling? How are you dealing with this whole thing? Uh, well, in some ways, I'm looking forward to graduation even more so than I was before because I'll finally be able to be out and about and see all my other friends. So I'm really excited for that. But I'm, I'm not excited to say goodbye to uh, my high school education just because I wasn't prepared to uh, see the school for the last time. Right before I went on to spring break, I thought I was just going to be back the next week. Um, but I'm going to be excited to see everyone and go by the school, get some of my old things that I left there because I did not have a warning. So, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's definitely under quite different circumstances, but at the very least, I'm happy we don't have to do it virtually. Good, good, good. So 
Fill us in on your plans next for college. I know this was a huge announcement. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, So I'm planning on attending the Savannah College of Art and Design in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, It's an art school um, similar to uh, the high school I went to, which was also a fine art school. And they have many different avenues where you can pursue their sculpture, illustration, animation, fashion, and design. And I'm going to be majoring in animation. All right. Wonderful. That's so exciting. That's so exciting. Congratulations. So, Mom, how how are you feeling like this? How are you feeling about this? <laughs> we have an 18-year-old now, all of a sudden. Yeah, it, it was really too much, you know. Uh, <laughs> she knows that even when I dropped her off for school on the first day of her senior year, she saw how emotional I was just about mm-hmm. that. And then the idea of graduating from high school my first one graduating from high school and then her potentially moving out of the house somewhere that I thought could possibly have been within the state of Texas. Mm -hmm. But she was pretty determined to go to a school that was outside of the state. So it took us a while, probably took me a longer while to (laughs) warm up to that idea, but Mm -hmm. it was just a, a time of, for me to be praying and asking God to, allow me to let go of that control or that desire to control where she is and, you know, ha- keep her close and trust that, you know, the work that we have done and the prayers that we prayed has been, you know, our role, you know, that's our job. And the rest is, you know, up to the Lord to continue to protect her. So mm-hmm. it was hard. I was like, you sure you don't want to go to Denton or, you know, go to love it. There's great schools right here in Texas, but she she really wanted to go to this particular school and we're thankful that she got in. Yes. So how far away is the school? You know what, Mariah, how many miles is it? I don't know how many miles. It's in Savannah, Georgia, which is okay. on the coast. It's close to the coast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. quite far. So she won't be able to come home and, and wash her clothes. Mariah, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, I'll have to figure out something. <laughs> no, we know you're ready. We know you will figure out all of the things. So, yeah, truly, congratulations! It's so exciting. So, Thompson family, this, so this, you know, like Mariah said, we thought we were going on spring break, and then we were going to get back to normal life, and then all of this whole thing came up. We're doing school at home now. Um, everything has to be done. Mostly, if we want to take care of ourselves, mostly everything is done in the house or right outside of our house. Um, I would love to know about the activities, the family activities that you all have come up with because Mariah is going to to an arts school and your family is pretty artsy. The entire family is pretty artsy. So you all have done some great posts and you're doing some, some very interesting things. And I think other people would, would like just to peek into those things. So uh, Monty, let's start with you. What are, what are some of the activities that you all have gotten to do since you're in the shelter in place? Um, One thing that uh, we did, the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, actually one of our cousins uh, set up a thing for uh, us and other families to go to our Papa's nursing home and uh, just go and bring them and uh, the other seniors that live there 
a bunch of love. And so what we did is um, we they lined up around the, I guess, sidewalks around the building that they uh, live in. And the various different families drove through uh, with posters that we made. Uh, yeah, we took about an hour to make posters. And we brought uh, the posters and held them outside the door. So that was uh, really cool to be able to uh, show them that love. And uh, we wrote just uh, simple things like, uh, God loves you. Simple but powerful things uh, mm -hmm. to encourage them because a lot of them aren't seeing, uh, seeing their families right now. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been doing on the creative front too, Monty, right? You want to share? Yeah. Um, I've also been working on music. Uh, I, I've been working on my, my music for a while, but I, I just released my uh, first single that uh, I've been working on for a while, actually. All right. So how did you release it? Release it how? So I uh, worked on it with um, Reason Software, if you've uh, heard of it. And I released it through a distributor called Amuse. So it's on all platforms and it's called uh, Journey by Suave T. Journey by Suave T. All right. I love it. I love it. See, this is a perfect time to do all of those things that, you know, we've been quote unquote too busy to do. So I, I love that, you know, and, and going to the, um, the nursing home and doing that, that makes a huge difference. That's something that, that you can do, you know, safely, but you can also make a huge impact in somebody else's life. It's, it's heartbreaking to me to think that there are people that are living in facilities where their family members can't get in to visit them. That's just, you know, that, that breaks your heart because we, we all need that, that human connection. Yeah. That's yeah, and, good. And just drive by, you know, talk to my dad through the window. Thankfully he's at his apartment is at the outside of the facility where we can just pull up to the window and call him so he can hear our voice and see us and know that he knows that we're close by. So we try to do that as much as we can, but I know it's hard for him not because he's used to us being able to come in and just hang out and right. have parties there and stuff, but it's the least that we can do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So Jada, tell me what are, what are some of the um, activities that you've been able to do that kind of stick out in your mind? Um, well, some of the things I've been doing is practicing my, uh, for my vocal music, I've been um, learning my new songs and just doing warmups. And also um, I've been practicing different guitar chords for worship songs. So I've been, you know, learning new music and stuff. So yeah. And yeah, just, so announcement today right oh yeah um i just got accepted um into grand prairie fine arts academy for high school so yes. yeah pretty cool oh, high nice. school choir Woo! congratulations yeah, that is wonderful. You you all are <laughs> you all are doing all the things. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, Winston, your turn. What what are some of the things that you've gotten the opportunity to do since we've been in this shelter in place? Well, uh, most of these days I've just been doing work for school and mm -hmm. hanging out with my siblings. And I've also been practicing for my percussion class. Okay. Yeah, and one thing I want to say with, you know, uh, for Winston that 
I was impressed with. He attended a virtual uh, Zoom meeting for the intermediate for what do they call it for intermediate ministry at mm-hmm. church. And they were, you know, asking the kids how they were doing, you know, being stuck in the house with their siblings. And a lot of them were complaining and, you know, all of that. But what did you say about being home with your siblings, Winston? <laughs> I said that I love uh, hanging out with my siblings because they're so cool. And uh, they're really nice to <laughs> that is very cool. That's very cool. You know what, Winston? That's how I feel. <laughs> That's how I feel too. I like this season. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it everything looks different, but once you get your mind around, okay, the other things that I used to be able to do, I'm going to put those to the side for a minute. And what are some of the things that I get to do? Because, you know, we're we're sheltering in in place. Yeah. I I'm I'm with you, Winston. I'm with you on that one. So Jenna, hey Jenna. Um, hi. <laughs> <laughs> so you all, Jenna is seven years old. So let's 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 let Jenna talk. So Jenna, what what have you been doing during our shelter in place season? I, 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 I've been. <laughs> drawing and uh, playing piano. All right. And yeah, writing, <laughs> writing, and you're and writing a book, right? Oh, or you yeah. want, you want to write a book? Yeah. <laughs> All right, like mommy. You can write a book. That is wonderful. That's wonderful. So, so Leslie, let me ask you this: Do you do you choose the activities for everybody, or do you just kind of allow them to take the steps to say, "I really want to do this. I want to spend my time this way." Hmm. I think it's kind of a, a mix because we we homeschooled for five years. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that kind of helped the transition, you know, from everyone being at school to being at home to, you know, kind of managing a schedule of everyone doing school. So when we did homeschool, I was kind of used to finding activities and saying, hey, you know, you should probably do this. You should probably do that. And then when they went to school outside of the home, they did have more, you know, freedom to just kind of say, oh, I think I might want to participate in this activity. Um, but I will say for some of them, we kind of put it out there and made suggestions. For example, with JD, when she, um, initially auditioned for the fine arts Academy for sixth grade, she was interested in art and drawing and really is really, really good with drawing. And she sang a little, Mm -hmm. but I just said, you know what, you sing really well. And since you can audition for two strands, why don't you try to you know, work on a song that you can audition for just in case art doesn't work out, then you might be able to get in for vocal music. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't so sure about it at first, but she worked on that song and it, it sounded amazing when she auditioned. So she was selected for vocal music instead of drawing. So she still draws, but she's now have just really fallen in love with singing and, you know, now playing the guitar and 
wanting to be part of the worship team and, you know, different things like that. So Mm -hmm. I say that to say it's kind of been a combination of us making recommendations. And um, like for Winston, I don't know if he necessarily wanted to do percussion at first, Mm -hmm. but daddy was just like, dude, I know you can do it. I think you would be so good. You should try out. You should try out. And Winston's like, I don't want it. I'm not interested. And he's like one of the most dedicated percussionists in his band. Mm-hmm. right now and when he did his christmas program he was the one who was keeping the beat for everyone else in the concert and you know his his teacher was saying oh everyone watch winston or listen for winston because you're he's keeping the beat for the whole uh song yeah. so you know so it's a combination you know mm-hmm. we don't want to force them to do anything but we also want to make recommendations and then let them know that they can do things that they may not think that they uh, would enjoy. So like when you're feeling, okay, I want to, I want to draw something. I want to make something. I want to, you know, do something artsy. Are you all all together in one space or do you kind of separate, go, go into your, I don't know, your quiet corner and do your thing? Well, I think it kind of depends on what we're doing because we have some activities that we kind of do more by ourselves and some we like to do all together. Mm-hmm. Like, Personally, when I'm working on um, my art and like claymation and sculpting, I usually like to stay in my room because I have a lot of tools and materials that are best to keep um, away from everybody in case uh, someone gets hurt with them or something. And sorry, it's not funny. And if somebody get hurt at one point, yes. <laughs> It's not funny. It's just, okay, I will have to share. So there was a Mariah sculpting with her clay and there was a, a tool that she was using that's really sharp. So it's, we can laugh now, mm-hmm. but it was kind of traumatic. So it did, mm-hmm. it did get stuck in, um, in, in Jenna's foot and she had to go to the doc, to the hospital actually oh, to no. extract it out. So oh. we can, Look back on it as something that we're really thankful. We're really thankful that um, it, it wasn't worse than what it what it was. So, yes, yes, yeah. Thank yeah. yeah. room with the with yeah. the sculpting tools, right, Jenna? Yeah, that was a, <laughs> a cautionary tale. A cautionary tale, right, right, right. Like, like Mariah said, uh, it's it does kind of depend on what we're doing. Like, uh, I make YouTube videos too, so uh, in that art. Um, I'm always like asking them if they want to uh, be in a type of video, like whether that be in YouTube or on TikTok. So we're always, uh, if it's something like that, then uh, I'll get everybody together. Uh, we have a real good time together. And everything like that. So tell us about TikTok, because that's one of the things that a lot of the a lot of families are doing. You get on there and kind of how 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 does it work? How, how, how does, what is your process? Do you decide this is what we're going to do and you make everybody practice and all of that and then you put it out there? Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much what I do. <laughs> I, I'm like, okay, you have to do this. I can kind of uh, go too far sometimes and like be <laughs> like super over ambitious, but... Because uh, you're like, oh, you didn't get it right. You got to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> You supposed yeah. to stand right there. Ah. We try to we try to pick like the um, perfect uh, topic that will like entertain whoever like your type of followers are, whatever uh, type of content you like to make. 
So, so you're building, so are you building an audience with your, with your videos on, on TikTok? Yes. Uh, a lot of different creators on TikTok, they'll have a certain type of videos, uh, that they make, whether that be, uh, like dancing, they have some that, uh, they call point of views where, uh, they do certain, uh, little jokes. I do, I do a, like a little bit of everything. Some people do those like a little bit of everything. They just, uh, make videos that uh, when you feel like it, you feel like you just want to make a, a funny video that's mm -hmm. uh, kind of part of whatever trend might be going on. Or you can just really be creative. That's like one of the cool things about TikTok. You can just uh, do whatever you like to do and other people will see it. And if they like it, then they, they like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. I I think that's a great thing for families to do. And uh, so I know it is time for us to take a break. Let's take a break and we'll be right back with the Thompson family. You're listening to Every Heart, Every Woman, the show where women find balance, peace, and inspiration. Now let's get back to the show with your host, Carla Nivens. Well, welcome back, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. We are having a great conversation with the Thompson family. Uh, their mom, Leslie Thompson, she's a friend of the radio show, but she is also an author. Her book is called Seven Simple Truths, Seven Declarations, Seven Declarations, rather, designed to establish peace, silence the enemy, and strengthen your faith in God. And her book is available um, on Amazon. Go, you know, check it out. And uh, I use it personally in my quiet time. It really is a help. I use it in some of my uh, prayer groups, um, and it helps so many. So check out her book. But today we are joined by her whole family. So we're excited. Thank you for being here, Thompson family. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. So when we left off, you all were giving us really some great examples of some of the things that you've done and accomplished during this shelter in place. And really, I thank you all for sharing your time and, and sharing your your ideas with us because there are so many families who are, you know, they're, they're kind of in influx uh, right now and, and trying to make sure that they come up with all of these fun things to do and keep everybody ha happy and, and healthy and everything during this time. And so you all have been giving us some great information. But before we left off, I, I believe, uh, Jada, you said that you are doing some something really cool on TikTok. Tell us about it. Um, okay, so I'm doing a series on the book of Proverbs talking about um, just giving advice from scriptures from that book um, for new Christians, new believers that may be confused with some of the things that you start off with. So, yeah. Yeah, that is that is very cool. And so you you are only 14. Yes. And and this so this is really something you, and you're using social media in this way. This is something that's going to make a huge difference in um, p 
people, your followers, people your age, where they can learn scripture and learn the meaning of scripture on social media. I, I, I think that's wonderful. Um, Leslie, how, how in the world are you getting all of this out of your clan? Like, <laughs> how is this happening? Uh, you know, I'm, I see things that they have a heart to do. And I'm a lot of times amazed because I don't know. You know it's not things that I would have. You know, we were talking earlier about do we tell them which activities to do mm-hmm. or do choose on their own? So some of the things that they come up with, I'm kind of wowed that God is speaking to them and he doesn't have to speak to me. And then I tell them. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, part of it is the amazing dad that they have. And, mm-hmm. the you know, just the stories that he tells them about his faith being a young man and the impact that his dad had on him as a young man growing in his relationship with God. And um, I, I did not grow in my relationship with God when I was this young. So I think him having him as an example of someone who really started to have a fire for the Lord at a young age, I think is part of it. And also I think because, and I can't say I'm giving us credit is God, Mm-hmm. But when we went from homeschooling to having our kids go to charter and then public school, our prayer was that when they went, that they wouldn't just be you know, lost in the crowd, but that God would show them ways that they can be an impact on the students there who may not know him. Because we were kind of in a bubble when we were homeschooling in the sense that all everyone in our community that where we went you know, knew the Lord, you know, they were praying for their kids and trying to live a life of Christ before them. People weren't perfect, but we at least had that same mindset. So going into a different school setting, we knew that we were really going to need to be in prayer that they would be able to be a light. So that's one thing I think uh, played a role in that. And so with J.D. being you know, in middle school and, you know, meeting lots of friends from different backgrounds and going through different experiences as adolescents, she just really had a heart to want to share in a way that they could relate and um, help them to fall in love with Jesus, you know, and not just go to church with me, but get to know the God who, who loves me and can give you hope and peace. So um, I think that's what it was for her. Because it's, it's not easy middle school, you know, experience, mm-hmm. right? So, but she really has a heart to share the love of God with her friends and the, the people that she comes in contact with. Bless you. Yes, bless you. And you know what? One of the things that I like about the, the ideas that you all are sharing with everyone is that, you know, our our when I was in growing up in church, you know, we had the the felt boards and you put up the you know, the Bible (laughs) characters on there and you go through the story and all that. And so your parents had that at home so you could practice. Well, this is just a different spin on that. Like it doesn't have to be like we did it back in the day. It can be on social media. You know, you can use your gifts, um, whatever they are, you can use them to tell a story. And, and, and the story we want to tell is about a God who loves us and, you know, a God who is uh, in love with us, deeply cares about our lives. And so that, that can look 
so many, you know, look like so many different different ways. So I really enjoyed, I mean, I'm enjoying our conversation. I want to ask you now about just your your family time, your family discussions. Um, if you go, you know, you're going to be in shelter in place. Some some of my moms that are reaching out to me, they're saying, you know, I want to have family discussions, but we're stuck in the same house, so we're kind of at each other's throats, you know, and that kind of thing. So let's let's talk about family discussions. How are are your family time when you get ready to sit down, maybe even at a meal and discuss some things? How are those structured? How are, how are you using that that time? First of all, you said the S word. I am not the most structured, so. Okay, okay. <laughs> neither am I, so. so it, I can't say that it, yeah, it's not structured. Um, a lot of the things that we do has been just kind of on a, a feel for what we are feeling like is necessary to do at that time, mm-hmm. which um, my husband really also makes a good point about that, you know, we want to talk about the word when the word is needed, you mm-hmm. know, and not just have, you know, eight o'clock every morning Bible study, but then not make those connections when there is an issue of, you know, sadness or anger or conflict, but really try to find those moments when the issues come up. So as far as, you know, when you were asking that question, I thought about, when you said family time, I thought about time at the table. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it usually starts out very loud. Um, somebody has a song they want to play or somebody wants to <laughs> show a video or somebody's making a beat on the table, you know, daddy's telling the joke. And during that time I do find myself, y'all can, y'all can chime in, but I do usually are like, guys, we're at the table. We need to, <laughs> we're eating, we're eating we need to have proper etiquette and let's play some dining music, you know, or something like that, because it's so loud. Mm-hmm. But uh, we usually will have some time where we just kind of go around the table and ask everybody, you know, how they're feeling, um, what's on their heart, you know, how was their day? Do they have something that's coming up? And then as everybody is sharing, we try to find ways to interject, um, you know, a point that we can help them, because we don't want to tell them how to um, in a black and white fashion, how to apply the scripture or, you know, what to do. We try to point them to, you know, you might want to spend some time with the Lord mm-hmm. on that. If you're having this issue with anger or, or, or whatever it is, spend some time with God so that you can allow him to change your heart and then try to check back with them to see how things are going after that. So that's kind of the approach that we have with that. Um, and, uh, the other thing we do for family time is lots of, of movies, um, shows, dancing, singing, and different things like that. This one right here keeps us laughing <laughs> with uh, <laughs> with the sounds that he makes. Okay, all of his his antics and things like that. Um, but then also in the morning, as much as possible, we try to have with the shelter in place, we try to have a morning meeting. So usually like I may still be in the bed and half asleep (laughs) and uh, they come in and, you know, they're, they're also half asleep, but then we have each one of them kind of lead the meeting for that morning. And 
ask everybody how they're doing, uh, what do they have on their plate for the day, how is your heart, you know, um, and then they lead the prayer at the end of the meeting. So that kind of keeps us connected. And um, because I don't want them, because they all have a lot of, of work, you know, to do, mm-hmm. some more than others. But so throughout the day, they can kind of be all dispersed, but I don't want them to feel like, you know, I'm just going to take care of mine and be done with it. Now I'm done for the day. Mm-hmm. So I want them to be in touch with what their siblings are doing, mm-hmm. what their siblings might need. Um, I'm very fortunate to have a few older kids who can help the younger ones mm-hmm. with their work. So we have some teacher assistants. Raise your hand if you're a teacher assistant. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> to different subjects. So one will help with math, the other one, social studies, you know, science, et cetera. So um, I don't take that for granted, though, because I know everybody doesn't have their kids' ages spread out. And some people are home with just you know, one or two, and they're still trying to work. But um, that's what we try to do, um, like I said, to find ways that we can make connections to their relationship with God, um, you know, with the elements of their life. Yeah, that's good. So Winston, your mom said that you are the one. You're 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 the you're the uh the one that makes everybody laugh, right? In the family? I actually think that it's Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna's the one that makes everybody laugh. Well, Winston, tell us what are some of the things that you like to bring up like in the morning, in your in your morning meeting. So when you get to lead the morning meeting. Um, what are some of the things that you like to say to the family? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he starts laughing, first of all, y'all. Does does he do that when he do you do that when you lead the meeting? You just lead everybody in laughing? I mostly just sleep. Just sleep in the morning meeting. <laughs> I uh, he, he one of the things he likes to do. He has a very unique taste in music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that makes everybody laugh. <laughs> so, so what is his taste? <laughs> there's this, okay, there's this artist he likes called Harry Grip, and he makes a very interesting song about okay. random things like. Uh, tacos and uh, tacos falling from the sky. Yeah, <laughs> that's <tacos>. okay. <laughs> I can see how that will make everybody laugh in the morning meeting. I love it. I love it. So, yeah. Mar- Mariah, tell me this: um, you because you're about you're about to go to college, and so the I remember when I was in college, when I started meeting other people and talking with other people and talking about hearing about their family lives, um, my family life was, um, I don't know, I guess just different. And so I remember thinking about all of the things that my parents had taught me in scripture. And that was kind of the things that I would use to share with my friends to to help them out in college because um, I was just, I don't know, I was just blessed to, to have the the family discussions at at the table and i mean if somebody did something wrong we would have to look up scriptures and write the scripture down and then at the at the table 
tell, okay, this is what the scripture says. You know, I did this, but this is what the scripture says. And so next time I'm going to make this different decision. So Mariah, I want to ask you, do you feel like your the family time you've had and the family discussions you've had is, has that helped to prepare you to um, want to go out of state to go all the way to Georgia? I think it has. Yeah. My parents, um, they really do a good job at instilling uh, Christian values like into my life and giving me a choice to develop that on my own Mm -hmm. and just letting me form ideas for myself and form my own personal relationship with the Lord. And they've also given me a lot of tips from uh, their childhood growing up. Like my dad uh, actually has a bunch of old cassette recordings with his dad uh, at the morning Bible study that he used to do with all him and his brothers and um, the different lessons that they'd get. And those are really inspiring um, to me because um, I just think it's beautiful how over the different generations, my dad is still able to um, pass down the teachings that his dad has given him down to us. And um, that's really given me a desire to continue developing my relationship with God and do it with my own family in the future. And I also really think that um, it's great how my parents have stressed the importance of having a church community and having a good fellowship with other Christians so that you can grow uh, personally and have someone to keep you accountable. Mm-hmm. And uh, something my mom has really stressed when I go off to college on my own is making sure I find a church to join quickly so that I can have other people around me uh, in a new place and a community that I can depend on uh, when I'm, maybe if I'm struggling with something. And uh, yeah, I think they've done a good job. She was yeah. listening. I, there we go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And let me tell you, Mariah, I did the same thing. So Naomi, our daughter, Naomi, she's planning to go to Stephen F. Austin. And when we when all I did, I said, okay, there's, there's the United Methodist Church. Look, there's a the Catholic Church. There's the Presbyterian Church. It only will take you a minute to walk across the street. There's the Baptist Church. I thought, you know, I told her, I said, go visit and, and see where you feel at home. You know, we, we want you to, like you said, have that community and, and be in church. That's very, very, very important. So I'm, I'm glad that you picked that up. That is, that is wonderful. That's wonderful. I want to say one other thing on that is that we came across a um, a community that, and we have to find out they have one in Savannah. But it is a it's a three day weekend experience that teens can go on. Um, It's actually teens through I think age twenty one, and it's called Vida Nueva. And I think that um, having the experience with Vida Nueva, Mariah and Monty have gone to it. Mm Um, and to be able to talk to other kids who are on the journey, you know, in their walk with Christ, you know, who are college age or high school age was, um, a good experience for her to kind of hear from different people who may have gone through some rough spots as they got older Mm -hmm. and how to connect back with Christ. And so through that community, after they go, um, for the weekend experience, they're able to come back and serve at the next one, which is six months later. So that was another way for her to connect with some other young ladies and to be able to lead and share, um, you know, in her gifts. So when she goes back, she'll serve as a lead for one of the teams or lead some of the uh, the talks there. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that that will also be something that would make a, a lasting impact on her. Yeah, that's good. I think one of the themes um, that you all have brought out in this show is that you're, it's possible for 
it's possible for our young people to take the lead in how they want to become closer to Christ, the things that they want to do, that their natural interests and their natural gifts, it's possible for them to use those things to become closer to Christ and to share their faith. And so we don't, we don't have to necessarily regiment how they, how they do that, but allow them to explore different things. As we were talking about TikTok, you know, I'm not on TikTok, Leslie, you're not on TikTok, but that doesn't mean that um, your children can't go on there and use their gifts and share the love of Jesus Christ on there. So we can't be so regimented and, and scared, you know, about trying new things because those are the those are the things where other young people are. And, and it's OK to use those different avenues um, as expressions and in express expressing the love of of Jesus Christ, and so Liz, I want to I want to um, ask ask you this about um, about you know the, talk say something to some of the families that are thinking, okay, I want to now that I'm hearing this show, I want to try to lay this foundation now for for my young people, uh, even if they don't have young people in, in their lives, maybe their nieces and nephews or something. I want to now lay the foundation to, um, to sit down and talk to them about Jesus and talk to them about their interests and talk to them about trying to um, use their own interests to share with their friends about Jesus. Talk to, talk to our people who are just thinking, okay, I'm starting from scratch here. You know, my, my kids, maybe you're seven and under and I'm starting from scratch. How do, how do I begin to um, set up this kind of legacy in, in my family? Yeah, I think one thing that's good to do is like you were alluding to really get to know your kids and what their interests are, because God may provide a way for them to use things that they just enjoy doing naturally mm-hmm. to um, use that to share or to grow in relationship with other people. So, and I say that I was about to say to grow in, in their, to lead other people in a relationship with Christ, but they have to build a relationship with the people first. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just like with our kids, we could tell them, this is what God says, do this is what you need to do. This is what the scripture said. But if you don't have that relationship built with them, then they may not take to heart what you're saying so much because they're just thinking, oh, they just want me to comply. They mm-hmm. just want me to do you know, what they're saying to do. Do they really care? Do they really have a heart about me and what my needs are and what my interests are? So I think th- those two elements can apply to a parent who's building a relationship with their children and trying to develop them to be leaders. And then also for their children to be able to um, to lead their friends or to be able to influence people that they see in school. So just sitting down and talking to your kids, you know, how are you feeling? How did that thing that happened make you feel? Mm-hmm. You know, getting a good read on their face, their body language when certain things happen. And if you don't know how to engage with them on that, then pray Give your child some time because sometimes they can kind of give us the quiet, you know, the cold shoulder and then come back to that thing and really try to dig in um, with them to find out how you can um, help them to grow in that area. Because that relationship foundation with you and your children and then guiding them in 
their relationship with Christ is then going to spill over to them being able to lead other people in relationship and point them to Christ. Mm-hmm. So you see the same, the thing I keep saying over, over and over is relationship. Yes. You know, if that's at the heart of what you're trying to do, you're going to see the fruits of it. So focus on that relationship, your relationship with Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Your relationship with your children, pointing them to Christ and helping them to have relationship with others. And I think we're going to be able to see that fruit come from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. You know what? I think that's a great way to um, to kind of close out our conversation. And 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 I think you just you just said it all right right there. So Thompson family, I am so thankful for your time. Thank thank you all for being on the Every Heart Every Woman radio show. I enjoyed our conversation. Um, Everyone, our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find out more information about Love Ministries. Just go to their website, loveministriesbuilds.org. You can go to my website, carlanivens.com, to find out more information about um, our ministry. And also, don't forget to look up Seven Simple Truths by Leslie D. Thompson. Everyone have a great week. We will see you back here next week. Bye.